Chapter 48 The Speaker, the Listener, the Peace I will hear what God the Lord will say, for He will speak peace to His people, to His godly ones, but let them not turn back to folly. Psalm 85, 8 Let us meditate on this verse under the following topics. 1. The Listener 2. The Speaker 3. The Message 4. The Confidence and 5. The Issue. 1. The Listener. I will hear, says the writer of this psalm. He speaks as a listener, as one whose ears are open. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Mark 4, 9. This is our true attitude into which we came at conversion. God said, Listen, that you may live. Isaiah 55, 3. He awakened my ear to listen as a disciple. Isaiah 50, 4, that is, as one who is under teaching. So we begin to listen, and in listening we found life. Such is to be our life, a life of listening, not to man, nor self, nor the world, but to God. As creatures, listening is our proper attitude, much more so as sinners. Let the willing ear be ours. How much we lose by the closed ear. 2. The Speaker God the Lord, God even Jehovah. Other speakers may win the ear of the multitude, but it is to God the Lord whom the saint listens. His voice is powerful, its tones are penetrating, its words attractive. God speaks as one entitled to be heard, expecting to be heard. He speaks with authority waiting for our obedience to the heavenly voice. To less than such a speaker we do not feel constrained to listen, but to him we must. He speaks, and we cannot help but hear. 3. The Message He will speak peace to his people. It is peace that Jehovah speaks, for he is the God of peace. Him who establishes peace in his heights. Job 25, 2. Peace is the substance of the message that has all along been carried to us. Peace, peace to him that is far away and to him that is close. Peace in heaven and peace on earth. Peace between man and God. The peace of pardon and the peace of reconciliation. The peace that passes all understanding. Peace through the blood of the cross, through him who is our peace. It might have been wrath. Indeed, it should have been wrath but it is not wrath, only peace. For he is long-suffering and slow to wrath. Indeed, God is love. 4. The Confidence The psalmist knows what he is to expect from such a God. Before the peace comes, he knows it is coming, because he knows the God whom he is called upon to listen to. This is the confidence that he has in him. He does not listen uncertainly, as if not knowing what will come forth. He has heard of this God before, what He does and speaks, and He opens His ear in happy confidence. He is sure that no wrath will come, only love, only peace. This God is the God of salvation, the God who gave His Son. Will He not then speak peace? And 5. The Issue Let them not turn back to folly, or they will not return to folly. He doesn't say, let them not turn to folly, and then he will speak peace to them, but 
He will speak peace first, and then they will not return to folly. This is God's order, the true and divine order, the reverse of man's. It is not first holiness and then peace, but first peace and then holiness. The root of all holiness is peace with God. Until the clouds are rolled away and the sun shines out, we cannot be warmed and enlightened. Until the frost is gone and the ice dissolved, the river cannot flow on and water the fields. Christ did not say, Go and sin no more, and I will not condemn you, but, I do not condemn you either. Go, from now on, sin no more. John 8, 11. We are in rebellion. Our chief controversy with God is as to the gospel of peace. Our unbelief of this is our sin of sins, our master sin, to which all others are subordinate. How can we abstain from the lesser sins so long as the master sin remains, so long as there is no peace between us and God, but only rebellion and controversy? The first step to a holy life is being at peace with God. In order to live a holy life, God must come in and dwell in us. He cannot do this until He has brought us into peace with Himself, until we have listened to and believed the tidings of peace that He has spoken. Reconciliation must be the beginning of all indwelling, and this reconciliation is the result of our believing His message of peace. Nor indeed has the soul freedom to do good works or grow in holiness until the question of peace has been settled. That question must always be foremost, engrossing us absolutely and leaving no time nor inclination for anything else. It is too momentous to be left in uncertainty, too vast to be taken up along with others. Once this great point between us and God is settled, we are free to devote our undivided energies to the work of progress, but not until then. A saint, then, is one who has listened to God, who has heard the words of peace from his lips, who has believed them, who has been reconciled, and who knows that he is so. Therefore, he seeks to be holy. He hates his former folly. He does not return to it. He does not make his free pardon a reason for returning to it. Brethren, be consistent. Beware of sin, folly, and unholiness of every kind. Be Christians out and out. Show that the peace you have received is a holy peace.